fuck it. We're just going to go then. All right. Let's go. Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What is up, babes? Hello. Talk to me. <clears throat> yeah. My throat got dry right there. Clear your throat. (laughs) Oh, that was gross. That sounded gross. And that's it. (laughs) Cut it there. My throat is itchy. All right. We are winging this. I felt like we haven't wung, winged, wang. (laughs) (laughs) You just change all the vowels. Hopefully you'll get there. Uh, We haven't. We have not it. done one where we winged it. Yes, we haven't winged it in a while. I like while. wang it. Wang, wang it. it. Let's wang it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wang this shit. It's been wanged. Uh, uh, you can't uh, make the past tense the more past tense. You said wang, wanged. I don't English well. Whatever. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since. Oh, it feels like it's been a long time since we've done a podcast, but it's been a week. Um a weird week at that our last one was we were talking about 75 hard and then right now i was looking at 75 hard stuff and you're like we can't do another podcast for 75 hard we're not a 75 hard podcast like, <laughs> we've done so many dedicated to 75 hard who cares people like them do i they? like them yeah why do you think we have so many questions about That's 75 true. hard um and now we're in phase one it is fucking hot right here um, but yeah, we don't have a topic. We don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. We hadn't planned to do a podcast right now. We were actually supposed to put one out yesterday. Today, today, today's Monday. Yeah. We mm-hmm. were supposed to put one out today, which <clears throat> when we're behind, we usually record on Sunday night and we didn't <clears throat> because I our went, house is riddled with sickness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are, our house is just, it's like a little, uh, medical we have been here God, like we can't catch a break i feel like yeah so um the kids not the kids two of the kids mm-hmm. caught covid the delta yeah. variant the right? delta variant. it started with dallas the youngest one <clears throat> she i don't uh, think it started with her who, who did so it start she with? was the first one that we tested but i don't think okay so this is what happened this is what had happened this is what had happened um the girls were in gymnastics team camp and that's just where they get with all the girls who are on team for competitive gymnastics and they kind of do their thing. Well, on the second day of camp, we got to call it like 8.30 in the morning. That was like, hey, come get the kids. Um, they've been exposed to a positive case. So the two older girls had been exposed to a positive case, um, which caused us to quarantine all three of the girls for seven days. Uh, which is a weird number of days. I don't know why they didn't say 10, like everything, but they're like seven days. Well, on days, well, then day six, the night of day six, Dallas broke out with a horrible fever. Um, I think she got up to like 102. She was like very nauseated. Her body was hurting. She was just super tired, like sleeping excessively. Um, and so we got her tested and she tested positive. And then we all got tested just because we weren't sure, like, if she has it, one of us might have it. And, of course, Braylon tested positive, but she showed no symptoms, which was weird. Um, So I think Braylon got it from the exposure at gymnastics because I don't know any other way she could have gotten it. Well, neither do I unless one of us was carrying it and then passed it on to them. But we got tested and we were negative. What if we were already cleared from it? 
your test we, your test will still show positive like if you're positive your test continues to show positive because of the antigen oh. antibodies some word that starts with anti i don't know i'm not yeah I, i'm not smart on it but yeah well i mean dallas was the first one to start showing symptoms braylon never showed symptoms until after dallas got it that's why i don't think it yeah. was it was from braylon but she never showed symptoms ever yeah she got a fever braylon. well she had like chills that one night but it only lasted for a few hours it was the same thing with Dallas. She, yeah. well, I guess, no, she had a fever <laughs> Hers the lasted like two, and then two and until, a half days. Until the afternoon. Because mm -hmm. hers started when that <clears throat> night we were all just sitting there and she fell asleep on the couch at like six o'clock and yeah. she slept all the way through the next day until like nine o'clock in the morning and then she woke up and that's, well, I noticed it because I took her, the kids to McDonald's for lunch and she wanted chicken nuggets, and then she wouldn't eat them. She just said she felt like she was going to throw up, but she couldn't, which in adult speak is she's nauseous. Yeah. And um, she just was saying uh, her she was soy. Sore. <laughs> yeah, Dallas still has trouble with her R's. So she was sore, um, but she hadn't, like, done anything to be sore. So I translated that into she was having body aches. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I, what it, that's what it sounded like, and she yeah. ended up being positive. <clears throat> and Braylon was positive, and then for whatever reason, Elena didn't catch it, so that was good. But, I mean, they sh had symptoms for two days, and then they were good. Now they've just been quarantined until they're uh, released back into the world. Yep, on Thursday they'll be off quarantine. Yeah, and then we never caught it, which was good mm -hmm. also, so vaccine, when mm -hmm. there, uh, that's what I'm chalking it up to. Yeah. But So for those of you who don't know, I have like a long standing battle with migraines. So I'll get migraines that last days and I have to have like prescription strength medication. And sometimes it's hard to just like be around any noise. It's just a struggle. So I started getting a really bad headache and I was scared that I had it, but I got tested. It was negative. Yeah, as soon as Dallas started getting sick, then I started feeling everything too. You had pseudo symptoms. Yeah, I think it's just a mind fuck, and I was like, my throat was all itchy. I was feeling like I had the chills, and I was constantly checking my temperature. But I mean, it was all fine. I was really sore, but I think the soreness came from the workouts. Yeah, which ties back into seventy-five hard, and it's been kicking our ass. At least for me, it's been kicking my ass. This yeah. Out. So this time, phase one, like we've already talked about it, all the extra stuff. But the two workouts this time, I've really struggled with them. Yeah, um, me too. Today's day 20. Today is... I, day 21. Yeah, we're on day 20. Day 21. We're on day 21 right now. Um, And so we have nine or 10 days left. But yeah, it's... Uh, this one, I feel like... I don't know how to describe it. The monotony of going through the steps is not hard for me. No. Like doing the steps to complete all the tasks in the day it's not difficult for me it's just like part of my routine now um but the after effects like the the soreness in my body the lack of sleep like it's catching up to me faster this time than it did when we did it for 75 days straight yeah it's kicking my ass and I, like i can't pinpoint exactly what it is i well you know what i think it's our schedule got all jacked up and when yeah. we jumped back into 75 hard and wake waking up at four in the morning to work out and then doing more workouts in the afternoon and then trying to fit in everything else um 
it it kind of caught up to us after that first week because when we did the podcast last week it was like oh man we feel good it was everything was great but then after that it's just like everything just hit us at once and then Mm -hmm. the covid shit happened and then yesterday i went to the er because of kidney stones yes uh, which I, i mean i didn't pass it i haven't passed it i don't know what's going on with it but i've gone to the hospital before for this shit i was like hey my side hurts and it's not a muscle and they checked me out they're like oh yeah you have kidney stones but they're very tiny so if they pass it won't be that big of a deal or you might feel it um or they'll break up on their own whatever but it's not uh it wasn't significant enough for them to use that pulse thing to break them up mm-hmm. or to like do any kind of surgery if I passed it and wasn't able yeah. to pass it or whatever. So whatever, I got kidney stones. So I was like, fuck, my sides have been hurting. So it affected the workouts. And it just seems like I'd, I've been exhausted. Then after that first week, I've just been exhausted during the entire time of doing yeah. phase one. And it just fucking sucks. So, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of been like back to back to back. So um, like backtrack starting in August. So today's August ninth starting on august 1st we also started this challenge which is um it's a stop soldier suicide challenge which is do 2000 burpees in the month of august um so we're doing that to raise awareness for um suicide in the military which is very prevalent and just something that needs awareness raised to it something that's near and dear to us um so the burpees are really i am struggling with them um, I think we're breaking them up well, but that's just a different kind of workout that we haven't been doing. Yeah. So we have that on our plate. My mom is having a lot of medical issues, which is just uh, a stressor that we can't really control because she's back home in Tennessee. My dad also has medical issues, um, which are again out of our control, but it's just an additional stressor. And then the kids got COVID and then you have your kidney stones and we're both vaccinated, so it's kind of like a struggle with work. They want us there, but they don't want us to potentially have COVID. So it's like a back and forth. And just in a few, sh- like, what, 20 days, there's just been so much stress. I just feel like, man, like, I'm ready to be on the other side of, the- <laughs> yeah. of this valley that we're in right now. Because it's, it's definitely been a struggle. But 75 hard has, um, I know we, I wasn't going to, like, press out through 75 oh, hard. Yes, but, you were. <laughs> um, it has, like given me time to just reflect on everything that's going on and and I'm really really bad about this but being able to differentiate like this is out of my control so I can care about it but I don't need to focus my stress there because I can't do anything it's kind of like uh th- that's how I felt like when I was deployed like yeah I, there's a bunch of shit I care about and like I want to be in the loop in it, but there's nothing you can do from it mm-hmm. for or, or about it from there yeah. Right. Unless it's some real emergency where like you have to go back home immediately and like there's yeah. nothing you can do. So why stress about it? But I mean, like, you know me, that's, yeah. I overly stress about so many things. And so to be able to look at this retrospectively, like, Hey, yes, I care about this. Like I'm very concerned about it, but to not be in a constant straight, a constant state of stress over it. Um, to me, I feel like it's such a huge step because I've never been able to like take myself out of yeah. that anxiety. Yeah, the past couple of months have just been rough with all that shit going on. It's just everything. And then we have some legal stuff that we have to take care of as well. Yeah. So that's, 
you throw that on top of everything that's happening. Uh, but on the plus side, with 75 hard, it's gotten us to, like you were saying, like you were able to take a look, step back and take a look at the big picture and, and you know, take everything in and try to stay away from all the stressful stuff, um, although it's difficult. But, like, the phase one has done a lot for us. I'm not seeing as much progress on the fitness side as i did like with uh 75 hard when mm -hmm. we first did it but that's as to be expected right after you get have so many gains it starts slowing down mm -hmm. and it starts becoming more difficult um and then uh there was a covid shit and then my kidney stone shit and i think just that had to do with just because i started drinking a shit load of more coffee shit load of more a lot more coffee <laughs> and then uh i was taking in so much protein I think I don't think it was the coffee. I think it was your surplus of protein plus the creatine. And and the creatine, so I was getting even more dehydrated and I, I guess the the stones just started to crystallize or whatever the hell it is that they do. I'm not a doctor. But uh yeah, I think all that just added up and it's the kidney stones just started developing and I w and I didn't up my water. So I already drink a gallon a day, but I think I needed to drink more with everything else I was taking in yeah. addition. Um so now I have to go back and redo my diet and and see what I can adjust to make sure like the kidney stones don't get any bigger or I don't mm -hmm. get any more kidney stones or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, and then just all the stress. Uh, I think the all the stress of everything that we've been going through in the past few weeks has inadvertently affected everything that we're doing. So four seventy five hard. Or just in general, like I think it's affected the, um, and by no means am I saying we're slacking on 75 hard because we're still doing everything we're supposed to, but I feel like we're just not getting enough sleep. Like our bodies are tired. We're definitely not getting um, enough sleep. We're like when we're up, we're on the go all the time. Yeah. Um, and then we're doing workouts, but because it's been what, 105, 106 <laughs> degrees, yeah. um, we're, the progress is still there, but I think the progress is being made in different places, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, uh, so yeah, we're definitely not getting enough sleep, and I think that has to do with what I was talking about earlier, like our schedule got thrown off. So we went from being in vacation mode almost immediately going into, like, full speed, regular work mode, yep. slash 75 hard, whatever, throw on top of that all the shit that we're going through, and then the, the burpees uh, for that cause. So it's just like putting a lot on a plate at once. And there wasn't, we didn't take the time to gradually shift back to waking up early, being up throughout the day, taking care of everything, knocking out 75 hard and then going to bed at a decent time. Mm -hmm. Because when we were on vacation, we were, we were up until one, two, three in the morning and then waking up late. Right. Yeah. Cause we were on freaking vacation with the cruise, especially, um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's messing with the physical fitness side, although we're still getting our two workouts in and, uh, you know, we're still seeing some progress. It's not like what we were seeing when we initially started 75 hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but also we don't have, and like, by no means am I saying we can't still make improvements because I think we can always still make improvements, but we don't have the drastic change to make from being, yeah overweight not in fitness at all to like 
in a fit state. So like now when we go out and do a workout, it's not, we're not struggling through the workout. It's just a workout and then we call it a day. Right. Um, but before when we were doing the original 75 hard, not phase one, um, we had so much progress to make. Like we lost so much weight. We did all these things, but, um, it was because we were so out of shape and so overweight. <laughs> yeah, like all, all we had to do was get out there and move and we would lose weight, right? Yeah. As opposed to now, like we still have a long ways to go, but it's a little bit more difficult because we're we're a lot more fitter than we were when we started 75 hard. Um, so it, it takes a little bit more effort um, to actually get what you need out of your workout. Yeah. If you still want to see the drastic changes that uh, you got, was initially going through 75 hard with with each phase and at, throughout like your fitness journey it's going to get harder to get fitter and fitter yeah. um, if that makes any sense you like you're going to hit plateaus and you just have to yeah. adjust to like get out of those plateaus and get back on but the plateaus come far more rapidly as you go through your fitness journey yeah but the progress in all the other areas like you were talking about is uh that's where i've seen the biggest benefit of phase one um so like adding those extra three things that we had to do on top of what we already did um so i'm still not a fan of the showers yeah the showers they're i can do without but they're they're pretty good um sometimes it's like the last thing i do at night which is bad because they wake me up more than anything so i i have to do something after i take a cold shower um but just it's kind of it kind of like clears your mind visualization was a big piece and like just uh changing my mindset of the way i see the world now yeah like it's not a big shift but it's like gradually shifting like the more i visualize the more i see things are achievable or attainable or whatever it is yeah so like i've always known what my goals are like i want to do this i want to do that but visualizing it actually happening like seeing yourself like doing whatever that goal is accomplishing it um it does it makes it feel like like this can be a real thing it's not such a far off goal anymore right yeah um yeah so and i mean i visualize from like making rank all the way to being like old and the kids bringing the grandkids (laughs) over so the your visual your visualization can vary but when i started it was I probably say for like the first week, it was kind of the same visualizations on loop just because yeah. I didn't know how to branch out. And then my mind just kind of took over and did its thing. And now it's not so difficult to do it. Yeah. There's no limit to what you, you can or want to visualize. Like it's wherever you want to go. Um, uh, the, the power, t- power task list, power list task, power task list, power task list. So that one is fucking money. Yeah. Because, uh, that's where I've seen like the biggest difference in the past, what, 21 days with just doing shit. So I added those three things and I haven't changed them. Uh, you, you have like a, a bunch of different ones that you swap out from. Yeah. I have a master list and I will choose three of those at the beginning of the day. And I'm telling you some days I'm like, Oh, let me just change this one out. But I have to stick to it. Like if I choose, to call someone from my family, like back home. Like if that's on my power list. By like six o'clock at night, I'm over it. Like I don't want to call somebody and talk to them because I don't know if the conversation's going to go 10 minutes or an hour and I'm trying to cook and 
get the kids ready and all this stuff. So like sometimes the things I put on my list, I'll just be like exhausted before I get to it. Um, but I'll make myself do it still. So I do change my tasks. Um, I change one of them, two of them I've done every day. Yeah. But when you do them, you feel, you feel better. It's like, it's like a workout. It's like, oh fuck today. I don't want to work out. But then after you work out, it's like, oh man, I'm so glad that I did because I feel so much better. Yes. Uh, It's the same thing with the, with the power list, power task list. (laughs) Um, like I have three solid things and that's all I'm going with for these 30 days. And I listed them off last time, but, uh, so one is creative time. So spending some time specifically on creativity, whether that's, uh, writing or creating songs or um, whatever it is, right? Just like open up your mind and, and let you just be creative. So I'm sticking to that, uh, specifically writing towards a book and then minimalism. So getting rid of two things, two of my possessions each day. And sometimes they've been small things like a pen or a paper or just like an envelope that's been sitting there. That's like, hey, I'm going to hold on to this because it might be important to just getting rid of shit like that. Some days I'll get rid of just minimum two things. Other days it's like, hey, I've gotten rid of 10, 15 things today. And so like slowly decluttering uh, the house from my possessions. And, and that's helped. Uh, and then writing, I'm like 10,000 words now into into a book. Um so that's like a short story in itself right there. Yeah. Um, like when you look at it, how many pages is it? Uh, pages. I can actually pull it up right now. It is. So I'm 9,988 words in and it is 41 pages long. That's a short book. So, yeah, that's a short book. And I, I, I want to say I started. Uh, I had originally started this last year and then just kind of fell off, right? Like everything else, like, oh, you start something and then you're excited about it and then you just kind of, you lose uh, momentum or motivation and you stop. And I was at like 800 and something words. Uh, so from now I've so written. So you put a lot. You put so like 9,000 words that's on 9,000 words since I started 75 Hard Phase 1 and purposely writing towards the book. That's that's how far I'm I'm in now quality well that's going to be up to whoever fucking reads it right so mm. but that's that's the difference like you purposely sit down and you do this shit like uh the minimalism stuff in my in my closet i f- have a shitload of shoes and that's not because i buy shoes often it's just that i never get rid of shoes so i've had shoes since like i think the ones i've had the longest were from 2008 or 2009 or something like that the green ones uh yeah Yeah. no no not the green ones the um uh it doesn't matter but yeah 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 sorry i got stuck (laughs) in my head but yeah i can't remember which ones it was but um i got rid of like five different pairs of shoes that i just had that i haven't used in years and this just like freeing up space uh same things with like shirts underwear (laughs) like all that shit uh stuff that's been on top of like uh my dressers or bookshelves and it's like i don't use that i see it every day but i i don't care about it It doesn't matter so i just throw it away get rid of it 
You threw away all the unmatched socks, so if we find the match, we'll never know. <laughs> I did. We have <clears> – <throat> and I'm sure we are not the only ones. Everybody <laughs> goes through this shit where you have a pile of un unmatched <laughs> socks, and you're like, well, I need to do another load of laundry, so they're probably in there, so I'll just keep these to the side. Well, that pile has only gotten bigger <laughs> and bigger and bigger. And we never match anything to it. And then so the other day, I think yesterday, I saw it. I was like, you know, fuck it. I mean, if we come across that that pair or that sock, we'll just get rid of it. So I just grabbed that pile and I threw it away. And that's been there probably since, like, we moved in. Yeah, we've always had a pile of unmatched socks. But it'll be, like, there. And then I'll do a load of laundry and I'll like, where did this sock come from? I, like, the match to one of the unmatched socks that I haven't seen in months and then it'll just be in the laundry. Yeah. It's like the girls clean their room and they're like, oh, look, an unmatched sock in the toy box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's gosh, like, yes. Because anybody with kids understands like when they take off clothes, they just... They Wherever they're at. Yeah, they just throw it. And it's not like they throw it down, they drop it, they chunk it. They like hide they, it. Yeah, they throw it off to the side. So if we were to go empty out the girls' toy box right now, we'd find all sorts of clothes and shoes and remotes and sh other shit that we've been looking for <laughs> for ages, right? Yes. They just throw shit. Um, but like with all the stuff that I've been getting rid of, uh, what makes it difficult is a lot of the time is you find some sort of weird attachment to it. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I bought this when or I got this when we were going out and we went to go see that movie and then we went to go have ice cream. So th this is that napkin from that one night. So I can't throw it away. Right. Or mm -hmm. like, oh, this is a shirt that I wore during this uh, workout session. And I remember it. It means a lot because uh, I really didn't want to work out or it started my fitness routine and then I had forgotten a shirt. So I bought that one. So I can't throw that one away or some stupid shit like that. Other ones have more like memorable stuff like, oh yeah, this is, this was a gift from my wife or this was a gift from my, from my dad or something like that. And, uh, but a lot of the times that's, you, you have to get away from that attachment to start getting rid of shit. Yeah. And that's when shit just starts piling up. Yeah. I, you want to get rid of things and I like things. So we like bump heads there a lot, but I really haven't noticed any, I noticed you getting rid of all the socks. Yeah. Um, but, and like the old shaker cups. Well, yeah. <laughs> we have so many shaker yes, cups. Yes, I got rid of a lot of the, so we're down to like maybe what, 10 now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a whole cabinet full that was overflowing and I just started getting rid of them. Um, so I noticed those things, but like the other things I really haven't like paid much mind to. I mean, I notice it if the kid, like the other day, Elena was like, why is dad's clothes in the trash? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? But I think you had like thrown away some shirts or something. And, um, but aside from that, like, I don't really, I haven't noticed. But yeah, that's the thing I'm talking about. And you say you like things, right? You like the, I mean, I like things, but I like functional things i even like decoration but there comes a point where we have so much stuff that it's not decoration and it's not functional it's not fulfilling any kind of purpose yeah. whatsoever it's I just agree. laying around the house or it's just put in a place and we don't get rid of it just because one we have some weird attachment to it or we just we haven't gotten around to getting rid it of it keeps getting moved or we'll say well, I, that's useful i'm gonna use it later yeah. It's like, uh, no, you're not, right? And if you're going <laughs> to no, use it later not. for
for one specific time, one like obscure time that you're going to use that one thing, go and buy it. Yeah. Right? If that's so saving it uh like fucking in the garage, we still have uh those wa- those water bottles, the water jugs, the five You wanted gallon. to keep them. I tried to get rid I've already gotten rid of like four of those. No, I don't I didn't want to keep them. Yes, you did. You were like we should keep a couple. If I did, and I so remember. they're in the garage still. You know but why? I got rid you of all why? the other ones. I think it's because we had just gone through the snow vid, and it's like, well, we need gallons now, cause just yeah. in case. Something because should. I was like, hey, we got the RO, like we got the reverse osmosis put in the house, so we got rid of our. So those of you who don't know, San Angelo has the literal worst water. The worst. Um, so we had a water. If you drink soft- it, you get kidney stones. <laughs> so we had a water softener put in, and we had reverse osmosis put in, which is like five times filtered water. Um, and so now we just drink that. We didn't need the five gallons anymore, but we had like six of those five gallon jugs and we would just go fill them all up so we wouldn't have to continually go back and forth. But when we got RO, I tried to get rid of those and you were like, let's keep a few of them. So they're just in the garage doing nothing. Well, I'm going to get rid of them. Well, get, I don't care. And, and, I tried to get rid of them to begin with. And now I just walk around the house like, hmm, what can I get rid of? What can I We throw? can use them for change. What can I throw? <laughs> that, that's like illegal. We're super classy. <laughs> oh man i remember that back in the day i don't see it much anymore but back in the day there were people that have one or multiple of those filled up with change change, and uh you know it looks like a lot of money but it's not it ends up being a few hundred dollars which i mean it is a lot of money but for like the time and effort you put into it yes dallas is so obsessed with coins um i hate i hate change like i especially pennies they're so insubstantial and they're just annoying i hate when i get pennies back but dallas man she thinks she is balling out of control she got three cents like <laughs> well that's how it was back in the day right it's like ooh, i got 50 cents what up boy let's go to the candy store like yeah, and that's how she that's you give how me she that five dollar bill i'll give you two quarters <laughs> yeah that's how she sees it now it's like oh man yeah. i got two shiny quarters i'm i'm gonna go pay yeah she'll say that i'll pay for dinner <laughs> okay <laughs> it's cute though freaking baller but yeah, yeah oh man I, well at like i started with two things for minimal minimalizing minimalism two things because there's a challenge that i found out about a long time ago and i wanted to do it I just never went through with it. One of those things, right? Where it's a minimalist challenge. So you get rid of, uh, you do it for 30 days. And within that 30 days, you throw away as much as whatever day you're on. So if you're on day one, you're getting rid of one thing. If you're on day five, you're getting rid of five things. When you're on day 10, you're getting rid of uh, 10 things and so on and so on. That would be so difficult to get rid of that many things. And it ends up being just a shitload and you declutter your house that way. But they also say, like, within that challenge, it could be anything, right? Like a coat hanger, um, a, an old hat, a pair of shoes, some shoelaces, fucking change. It could be anything, right? As yeah. long as you're getting stuff out of your house. And, like, before you know it, it becomes super difficult. Like, by a week in, you're just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to get rid of anymore. Yeah. And that's because you form those fucking attachments with things and then they preach that shit too it's like well it's not the things and if you're really going to miss the thing take a picture of it and you always have a picture of it and that way you can go back and look at the picture but it's not actually um taking space in your house yeah and so it it makes sense it's still 
difficult to do. Yes. That is a hard, uh, a hard bargain. Yeah. And I just buy things a lot, so it'd be hard for me to get rid of things when I'm just buying more things. Yeah, cause I'm like the opposite of you. Like you're getting rid of things, I'm putting more things in. Yeah. Oh, that's an, that's another justification for yourself. You're like, yeah, but I spent this much money on it. Yeah, but just because you spent that much money on it doesn't mean that you need it in the house. I don't necessarily like get attached to the amount of money that I spent on things unless it's substantial. Like if I spent. I don't know, over $500 on something, I need a good justification to get rid of that thing. Um, If it's like a bookshelf that I got for free or at Walmart for 50 bucks, like I don't care about those things. But if it's something that's spent, like for example, the mattress that we put upstairs. So we have a king size bed. We bought a sleep number mattress, which was the worst mistake of our lives. Um, But we bought it. And then we finally, after like a year and a half, decided, or no, like maybe a year, I was like, I can't take this anymore. We're buying a new mattress. Um, But we had spent so much money on that mattress that even though I hate it, I did not want to get rid of it. So we just put it upstairs for like a guest bed. But I mean, that makes sense. I mean, how how many times are you going to come across something that you can't throw because you spent that amount of money on it? Uh, Most of the things, it's probably going to be like, the highest number like 50 60 bucks and that's usually closed like oh man i spent like 70 bucks on these pair of pants just fucking crazy i wouldn't do that Uh, i would have back in the day but not anymore or i spent 50 bucks on this shirt or something like that um but usually it's smaller stuff and it's stuff that you're buying every day like oh i spent 10 bucks here i spent 20 bucks here it's like when you go to walmart or target and then you end up just like so much shit in your basket that's the stuff that you're getting rid of over time yeah. uh, when you bring it back, like fucking dog toys or something that are just a nuisance. If we can find all the hair ties that have gone missing that I continually keep purchasing, then I would not have to spend money on buying more hair ties. <laughs> I just bought a pack of a hundred hair ties in a bunch of colors. There's effectively seven of, I'm not making this up, seven hair ties in my room out of 100. Where are the other 93? It's the girls. Where the other 93? With the remotes and the socks <laughs> is where they're at. <laughs> so somewhere deep in their toy box. And that's another thing. The fucking toys. Like I just, I keep on trying to get rid of more and more toys. And then that's the one I really struggle with. Because I see the toys and like, oh man, that's something like that the girls love and play with. In reality, they'll play with it like <laughs> once, once a year. A, yeah, <laughs> once a year. But it's like, oh, it's so cute. And, and they love it. And it reminds me of the girls and their innocence. And nah, 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 so I don't want to get rid of it. And then what usually happens is when I'm picking up the rooms and if there's a piece of a Lego or like uh, a fucking Barbie doll that's all messed up or doesn't have clothes on it, I'm throwing it away. Yeah. And I try not to think about it, but it's hard. It's difficult. Yeah, I struggle with the toys, but I told the girls, we have two years left here, and then we're moving. Um, Dallas will be eight, Elena 10, Braylon 13. And I told them, like, you each can have one tote of toys, but we're getting rid of everything else. I'm not taking – I think there's, what, one, two, three, like, five large totes. Like, not, like, the small ones, but, like, the big industrial size, like, the clips on the side to hold the lid down. um, And they're just full to the brim with toys. Yeah. And, I mean, they'll buy it. Like, we'll go and they'll get a toy or they'll get use their allowance and they'll buy a toy. And then they play with it for, like, maybe 
three days a week, and then it just goes in the endless abyss of toys. Yeah. So. And and that's the thing with having so much more shit. Then you need to buy more shit to hold that shit, and then you need to buy <laughs> more shit to build on top of the shit that's holding the shit. <laughs> it's just it's like it's a the it's one a never thing ending that battle. like I do or that I did spend money on was one of those rolling carts that have all the drawers, um, all the colorful drawers. Because Elena got into Legos big for a while. And I mean, she was spending her birthday money, her Christmas money, her allowance. Every time she got money, she was buying more Legos. So she probably has $1,000 in freaking Legos like for her birthday. She's like, I just want Legos from everybody. So everybody was buying her Legos. So now they're the tiniest pieces. And I'm like, oh, look at that. Like, pick that up and throw it away. And she's like, that's a Lego hair. And I'm like, a Lego hair? <laughs> throw that away. Yeah. Like, but it's just... Um, they have we as a family have so much stuff but um i like that our house feels like home it's not like you go to some people's house and it's like this is like a model house like it's not homey it doesn't feel like people live there um so i like that our house feels lived in it feels homey some people like it like that which is I, i mean i don't that that's the part that's hard about like when you read about minimalism or listen uh to what they have to say a lot of the houses are like that where it's fucking bare right like it looks like no it like it's just a like a hotel room you yeah, don't have I could much, never live you like don't that. have much in there and i don't like that like i like decorations i like having the homey feel so there's stuff around right but to the point where it's just a clutter is what is what uh it's stresses like frustrating yeah and it yeah. stresses me out and then i just start thinking oh hoarders like this is how it begins <laughs> and we're gonna be living in our own shit pretty soon um, and that's why i just like constantly going into the mil- minimalism shit but not truly min- uh minimalized you're just minimizing the clutter yeah um yeah because we'll do stuff like we'll get bills in the mail or the kids will draw pictures and you can't like take this drawing that has like 30 colors just covering the entire page with nothing on it and like throw it away in front of your kid like hey thanks so you gotta lay it on the counter and then the kid sees it and then you kind of like put it to the side you forget about it more stuff gets put on top of it and then the kid's like you start throwing stuff away you're throwing my picture away no 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 i was just looking at it yeah that that one's hard because they go through the time and they take the time and they do something specifically for you so it's heartfelt um but yeah it's uh, they they do it every day yeah which is cool it's gonna suck the day that they're not doing it i understand that but yeah also you don't want that much shit because like we did that with all their all their artwork, schoolwork, since they were in daycare up until, well, maybe a few year, years ago is when we finally, like, hey, we have to stop this. We were saving everything, like, literally I save a everything. lot of things, but I don't save everything anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, we had to we had to stop because when, when they were in daycare and then as they grew and they went through school, we were saving, like, all the finger paintings, all the drawings when they were learning how to write letters and numbers and everything everything they brought home we like we were saving we didn't throw shit away and it was just stacking up piling up and then after a while it's just like we have no more room to like we have three full bins 
of papers because <laughs> their drawings or writings or whatever from when they were two years old and just like putting their hand on paper to now they're in fifth grade and and they're writing essays and whatever yeah and but yeah like a, a few years ago is when we finally stopped and like okay we can only save some of this so let's pick out the most significant i save like report cards certificates like their work that gets laminated you know yeah. like the big things um or like when Breelin wrote her my mom's my hero speech yeah that it was all sad um it wasn't sad it was just like super heartfelt she like it was touching uh presented her speech to the entire fifth grade um that one was a big one so i have that somewhere yeah. but yeah um we did we went through and got rid of a lot of things so we had so much stuff yeah but i mean yeah it's um like bringing it all back around the the power tasks in 75 hard phase one um they've just made such a shift in i would say overall my mindset on like yeah. just a lot of things in general but so. yeah it's it's like uh we're going in the r right direction now yeah not that we weren't before but now we have a little bit more uh i guess our focus it's is structured better. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, I'm I mean, it's hard to explain for me, but once you start doing it and I hope uh I hope everybody that's going through seventy five hard right now that we know gets through it completely so they can start phase one. Like I'm I'm eager to see uh how they feel during phase one because there's a few people that have reached out to us and they're going through seventy five hard now. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, uh, we're at 41 minutes right now. We could stop it there. So that's shorter yeah. than what we usually do, especially for not being planned. Um, I still want to try and, and keep it short for these podcasts and try to put out more per week. This one was a little bit different because it's been a hell of a week. Yeah, um, but yeah, we lied. We said we we're gonna put out more podcasts uh, and a little bit shorter. We still haven't done that. Hopefully, we'll get to it. If not, just keep on enjoying the fucking podcast that we're doing weekly uh, that lasts an hour or so cool oh, okay. all right yeah. um yeah that's all we got for you babes peace out cub scouts peace out cub scouts we'll see y'all next week later <laughs>